Thanks for joining us and welcome back to the Watchman on the Wall podcast. Periodically, we'll bring you true stories of angelic encounters, heavenly visitations, near-death experiences, as well as modern-day prophecies that are relevant to us today. When we come back, we'll begin our next episode. Welcome back again to the Watchman on the Wall podcast. Do UFOs really exist? We're going to explore that very thing today. In the first half of our episode, we're going to hear of a 10-year-old boy who died, went to heaven, and was shown future events. This includes an end-time deception of alien UFOs, which he calls alien demons. In the second half of our podcast, we're going to hear from prophet and visionary Augusto Perez. In his visions, he also is shown UFOs as part of an end-time deception. I believe you'll enjoy both of these accounts and what they've been shown. We'll start now with 10-year-old Jeremy's NDE told by his mother. Hi, brothers and sisters. I wanted to share my son, my oldest son, his near-death experience that he had when he was 10 years old. Now, since then, um, he actually had died when he was 13 years old. And I know I'm going to see him again in heaven. I wanted to tell you that before he actually died, he had a near-death experience in which... He was 10 years old, and he was dead for a total of 40 minutes. Not four minutes, but 40. What happened is he had a near-drowning experience. He was gone for 40 minutes, like I said before. When they brought him back to life, they said that he was going to be a vegetable because he went without oxygen for so long, for 40 minutes. And they said there was no way that he would be normal again. Um, Of course, we all know that uh, God can do anything, right? Let's just say my son was not brain dead when they brought him back to life. He was on life support for five days, but he pulled through. His mind was perfectly fine. However, his lungs and his heart was not. So that's why he ended up dying three years later when he was 13. I am going to get into his near-death experience right now. I'm going to tell you what exactly he told me when he died and when he was brought back 
what he told me on the details. This is what he said, okay? He said, Mom. He said, when I was down in the water, I seen this guy walking towards me. He was wearing a white robe. He had long, brown, curly hair, and his eyes were kind of golden. And he had a slash of gold, like a belt around his waist. And I said, who was he? And he says, I think he was Jesus. He said, it was the rock and roll dude. And I said, the rock and roll dude. <laughs> and he said, yeah, well, he kind of looked like a rock and roll dude because of the long hair. <laughs> and this is coming from a 10 year old. So as you guys know, you know, uh, kids have an imagination and they sometimes don't know how to express everything they see. But he said, I think it was Jesus. And then at the end of the dream, he said, I know it was Jesus. But what happened is he said, right when he was down in the water, he seen him walking towards him. But then he also seen to the, to the one side of him, he said there was a black hole that had opened up inside the water. And this ugly creature came out and was trying to grab him. And he said, Jesus said, to him he said go ahead and kick him in the teeth he said go ahead kick him in the teeth and he said so he kicked him in the teeth and he said the creature went made this noise and went back in his hole and then the hole closed up and then he said Jesus said to him I know your mother and he said I'm going to uh, take you to another place and he said grab my hand and my son said he took his hand and he said next thing I knew mom he says I was flying in the air he said I was flying way up in the clouds and he said the clouds looked like little cotton balls and he said I was flying way up and we kept on going way 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 up past space and past everything and he said I could see the planets and that and he said he went far far up and he said Jesus took him to this city and I said a city I said what kind of city was it and he said well everything was kind of crystallized like everything looked kind of crystally and shiny he said the streets were actually paved with gold and they were very shiny and sparkly and he said there were many mansions there and they were all sparkly and they looked like big castles and just beautiful and he said everything all the colors were like more beautiful there than they are here on earth that there were a lot of babies there and he said mom I couldn't understand why there were so many babies in this place he said they had these workers that would take care of these babies until someone in their family had come up there to you know take care of them he said there were workers for everything up in heaven and he said everybody was loving he said it was like you were all one big happy family and he said mom I never felt so much love in a place in my whole entire life he said even though I loved you I didn't want to come back 
He said, I was so happy. I felt so much love. He said, I could fly. He said, if I had a thought in my mind, if I thought, well, I wonder if this is going to happen. He said, it was like it, the answer came to him automatically. He said, it's like when you go to heaven that your mind is transformed and you instantly have the mind of Jesus. You instantly have powers and you have abilities and things. He said, well, then I asked the rock and roll dude. He said, Jesus, but he said the rock and roll dude. He said, then I asked him, um, what's going to happen, you know, with my mom and my brother and everything. He said he was shown the future. He said he was shown that there was going to be a World War III that was going to take place on the earth. He said his brother was going to get into the army and that his brother was going to get on the wrong side in life, which he's referring to my son, Daniel. He said he was going to get on the wrong side in life, but he would figure it out in the end. I asked him, I said, well, where was I during this World War III? He said, you were not on earth. He said, I, he said, you were already in heaven. Apparently, I'm going to be up in heaven before this happens. He said, with World War III, he said, Mom, he said, people think they are going to have to worry about World War III. He said, that's not what people have to worry about, Mom. He said, there's something bad and evil coming. And I said, oh, really? I said, what's that? And he said, it's the war of the demons, the war of the alien demons. That's what he called them. He's called them alien demons. He said that there were these creatures, these demon alien type creatures. And he said they were evil and they were part of Satan's army and that Satan was going to wage war upon this world and try to destroy everyone here. And he said, World War III is going to be bad. He said, but it's nothing, nothing compared to the war that is coming from the alien demonic beings. He said they were going to come to Earth and try to destroy it, and they were going to eat people. This is what he told me. He said they were going to eat people. These demon, demon alien things. And as you know, there are now aliens. They are going to portray themselves as aliens, but they're demons. He said they were demons. He called them demonic aliens, but he said they were demons. They were creatures, and they were from Satan, and he said they were going to wage war upon this earth, and they were going to eat people, and, and I was like, oh, wow, you know. So that was what his experience was, you guys. That's what my son told me. And what is so weird is my other son, he hasn't had his brother in so many years because, you know, he died. It's been like uh, over 16 years that he's been gone. And what's funny, not funny, <laughs> actually, it's not really funny, is my son did join the army that is actually lining up he's not in the army now but he was so that is actually lining up with exactly what my son told me about what would happen so I have a feeling what's going to happen is my son being he was in the army at one time is going to be drafted when World War 3 begins 
just wanted to share that with you. And I think the babies, um, he said there were a lot of babies there. I think those are the babies that are being aborted. Um, the women that are having abortions, those are all the babies that are being aborted. That there are workers that take care of these babies until someone in their family comes for them. Forgot to tell you guys that my son said that he would die finally when his mission, his mission assignment on earth was done. And I never knew what that meant until the day he died. When he died at the age of 13, he had so many from his school come up, you know, uh, so many, and so many were crying, and they were like, your son was like the nicest kid we ever met. Your son was, was so wonderful. And they actually held a church service, you guys, and that night, they used my son's testimony about his life about how he was as a person because he was a really good kid you guys he was he was awesome but they used his testimony and you know that night for uh, 13 14 kids went down to the altar and gave their life to jesus christ so what i'm saying is my son he completed his mission at his death because 14 kids were saved because of his testimony, because of his life, and because of how he lived his life. He was a good kid, and he gave his heart to Jesus when he was a little boy, and he he had such a good heart, you guys, and I can't wait to see him again in heaven. I wanted to share that when you die, you're going to go to heaven or hell. You have got to make a choice. If you don't know Jesus Christ today, ask him into your heart. Ask him into your heart. We continue now with the second half of our podcast with prophet and visionary Augusto Perez. Now, I don't believe in setting dates. I've never done so. We know that Jesus said no one knows the day or the hour. However, he did command us to watch and be sober for that day as it approached. The date shown to me has to do with the times of great tribulation spoken of by the prophets of old and the Lord Jesus Christ himself when he was on the earth. We do not believe it has to do with the end of the world. However, it may have something to do with the end of times as we know it. We also believe after much prayer that it may have something to do with a coming cosmic event that somehow will affect time as we have known it on planet Earth. We are prisoners of time. Time was created for our benefit on planet Earth. We know God lives in a dimensionless, timeless zone, right? Dimension. Something's going to happen, people, that is going to affect time. And if you read the book of Revelation, it tells you, it tells you a third of the sun, a third of the stars, third, everything was gone. Okay. It's difficult to explain, but something will happen to the earth that will affect the fabric of space and time. These things will take place. It's just, we've never thought that this would happen in our lifetime. 
We believe some horrible cataclysmic event will be responsible for this. This was confirmed to me three months later in the pole shift vision. And again, there's the scripture. In June 28, 2006, I was in this place that I was looking at beautiful stars in the heavens when suddenly the stars started moving fast, first slowly and then fast. It looked at first like the stars were falling. But then, as I kept watching it, I realized that the stars were not falling. The earth was moving, causing me to see the stars like moving fast. The earth was shifting, you know, the stars were stationary, but the earth was moving fast. And um, the earth started to shake and wobble. I had to hold on nearby rocks so that not to fall from the violent shaking, rolls and spinning that was taking place. I started feeling dizzy and confusion came over me. I looked and saw the water of a nearby lake also started to disappear. I looked somewhere else for a moment and looked back at the second time and all the water from the lake was gone. It was like it was drained. Then I also noticed UFOs began to appear everywhere as if somehow they were connected to the whole thing or whatever was happening was making them appear, which before they were not visible, now they were visible. It was almost like the dimensions were crossed. When I woke up, I was still feeling dizzy and disoriented. It took me a few minutes to get my wits about me. I shared this experience with some friends of mine who are know something about this, and they told me that that is how a pole shift feels. And this may be triggered by an incoming object or some other anomaly in the near future. Great shaking is coming to this nation and the whole world physically and also spiritually. Everything that can be shaken will be shaken. The UFOs appearing in the heavens have to do with the signs in the heavens Jesus talked about in the end times when he likened it to the days of Noah. Isaiah 13, 13, I will make the heavens tremble. The earth will be shaken out of its place in the wrath of Yahweh of armies and in the day of his fierce anger. Isaiah 24, 19, 20, the earth is utterly broken. The earth is torn apart. The earth is shaken violently. The earth will stagger like a drunken man and will sway back and forth like a hammock. Its disobedience will be heavy on it, and it will fall and not rise again. Psalm 91 and 2, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High, will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of Yahweh, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. In 2008, I got another confirmation about this event. I was outside looking at the weather, and I saw a very strong hot wind come out of nowhere and started blow very hard. I saw many strong trees begin to get toppled over and cast around like shrubs by the power and force of this wind. It did not look like a hurricane. I didn't see a hurricane. I didn't see a storm. I didn't see clouds anywhere. I didn't see tornadoes. I didn't see any funnel-shaped clouds. I did not know what caused this. It was very powerful winds. This wind, the interpretation is, is natural but also spiritual. I do not know what will cause it, but it was not normal. It may have to do with the same cataclysmic events I've spoken about in the Bible. Remember the book of Revelation talks about the four angels holding back the winds. How many of you read that? They hold back the winds. How many ever thought what is going to cause the winds? I, after I had this experience, I talked to somebody that knows about pole shifts and st stuff like that, and they said it will cause horrific winds on the earth. 
It also may symbolize difficult times that are coming upon the earth in the very near future. It will be so strong that it will uproot many big, strong ministries that exist today. It's already begun. They will be toppled over and disappear. Ministries that you have heard for all of your lives are going to be toppled. And there's the scripture I was referring to, Revelation chapter 7, verse 1 through 3. And I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. And I saw another angel ascending from east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels, to whom it was given to hurt the sea and the earth, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the tree, till we have sealed the servants of our God in our foreheads. In 09, September, I saw a massive hurricane. Now, this, this photo you've seen right there, this is Sandy. This is the photo of Sandy. Now, look at the size of that thing. It measured 1,500 miles in diameter. When the Lord showed me this, it was in 09. I saw a huge hurricane in the Gulf of Mexico. It was so gigantic, it extended all the way from Mexico to the Florida Peninsula. It covered the whole thing. It was just sitting there, huge, looking very threatening. It seemed as if it was getting ready to cause destruction to America. It was going to come in through the Gulf states. This is a literal hurricane, also a spiritual hurricane, okay? It's going to be financial also. It will cover other areas as well. There will be persecution, famine, disease, and every conceivable form of darkness. Also a natural hurricane that will be off the charts in the Gulf of Mex in the Gulf or somewhere else. Whenever this storm arrives, it will cause a lot of destruction, chaos, grief upon this nation. Now, do you know Sandy was a category one? One. And look at the size of this thing. Can you imagine a category five now? Fireballs. April 28, 2010, I saw fireballs begin to fall from the skies. On closer inspection, they look like meteors or asteroids burning with fire, falling from heaven all over the place. Suddenly, I saw a man, the same man I've seen before. He started telling me, follow me. As I started to follow him, he saved my life. Basically, when he told me to move, and I moved the place where I was, a fireball fell right there moments later. And then I was following him, and he would say, follow me. And the place where I was that time, another fireball fell there. And so this is how he guided me to safety. And um, whenever he would tell me not to go to a certain place, moments later, a ball of fire would hit right there. You need to be led by the Spirit, people. If we're not led by the Spirit now, you may be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Amen. Okay, so there will be an event that's going to cause balls of fire. Now, this was real to begin to fall all over the planet. Now, do you know this thing's already happening? I have documented this. It's already happening. There have been balls of fire fall already in several parts of, the, of, of this country. But God will begin to protect His people supernaturally through His angels. It is later than people realize. You need to make sure you're right with the Lord. You need to get that resentment out of your heart. You need to get that anger out of your heart. You need to get that unforgiveness out of your heart. You need to get all that junk and sin out of your heart. You need to let it go. Let it go. Give it to God. 
Give it to the Father. This is not the time to be holding on to those things. Genesis 19:24-25. And the Lord reigned upon Sodom and Gomorrah, brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven, and he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the city that which grew upon the ground. Okay, this is another one. May 28, 2011. I saw a spiral. That's how it looked. That's the, the closest thing I could find. It was a bluish hue spiral. It was in the heavens. It came out of nowhere, started spinning. As I was watching the spiral, I found myself saying in a loud voice to the people, and I, I, I don't know why I said it, but I did. I kept saying to them, it's spreading radioactive material everywhere. So this thing is going to be radioactive. Then right after, I started saying to the same people, there are two fleets of UFOs following right behind it. And I woke up realizing it was just a dream. Now, these people, this strange spiral is going to begin to appear. There was already one uh, or a couple already there that have appeared. Remember that when Obama was uh, given a Nobel Prize and there's been a, a few others. But this thing, when this happens, this particular one is going to cause radioactive particles to fall upon the earth, contaminating the waters, food, the cattle, the trees, causing them to be poisoned. This appears to be the same time the watchers, the fallen angels, the Anunnaki will be returning to planet earth to initiate the new world order, Satan's final rebellion against the lawful ruler of the universe. This is called alien invasion that has been broadcasted by Hollywood and the powers that be for many years. The Bible calls it the great deception. Warns the people of God to not be deceived by it. These entities will empower the first beast, Antichrist and the second beast. The spiral has something to do with the arrival of the man of sin who will preside over the new world order. This man is already alive on planet earth. Position of great power. When this happens, he will be indwelled by a spirit from the bottomless pit called Abaddon, Apollyon. Revelation 9-11. God will protect his own. December 15, 2010. This was a powerful experience I had. I was in a large room sitting across a large desk from a man on the other side. I did not recognize the man, but I believe he was a messenger from the Lord. In the middle of the table was a large daily bread scripture holder. Do you know how many little things you buy at the, the Bible store? And he has a scripture that you pull out and you read. It was that kind of thing. And uh, I was watching the daily bread scripture holder on it when all of a sudden it falls on its side. Just like that. And it revealed two scriptures that were written on the bottom. At first I couldn't remember it. So it happened again the second time. I still didn't remember it. I was not paying attention. How many of you have ever not paying attention when the Lord's trying to show you something? He's so merciful. He showed it to me the third time. And the third time, I realized it was the third time, and I made a comment about it out loud. Finally focusing and reading the scriptures that were written on the bottom, and the two scriptures were 1 Samuel 2, 9-10, and 1 Corinthians 6, 14. Now, people... This shows us the lateness of the hour. I was overwhelmed and blown away by it. I don't have time to get into the scripture detail by detail, but it is incredible. He talks about the darkness. He talks about what is about to happen. He talks about the wickedness. He talks about how the Lord is going to protect the remnant. The two scriptures are hidden in a place. I would have, it would have been the last place I would have looked for in 1 Samuel. I would not look for a prophetic word in 1 Samuel. That would not be the place I would look for. I would look for in Isaiah. 
I would look for it in Ezekiel, in, the, in the Daniel, in Psalms, not in 1 Samuel. Okay? This is the scripture. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. Listen to it. He will keep the feet of his holy ones, but the wicked shall be put to silence. Listen, in darkness. For by strength shall no man prevail. They that strive with Jehovah shall be broken to pieces. Against them will he thunder in heaven. Remember, when the lion of the tribe of Judah roars, puts one foot in the land and the other in the sea, against them he will thunder from heaven. Jehovah will judge the ends of the earth, and he will give strength unto his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. And 1 Corinthians 6.14, read it too. He talks about redemption at a very difficult time on planet earth. Okay, But the important part there is he shall protect his holy ones, but the wicked shall be put to silence in darkness. By strength shall no man prevail. People, you will not be able to save yourself by your own strength. Finally, I'm going to close with this. The coming glory cloud. This was in 207. This is going to happen too. Now, I was standing on this very high platform. Below there was multitude of people. They were Christians. I perceive they were Christians. They were waiting and anticipating for something to happen. I kept telling them to get ready for the coming of the glory of the Lord. I kept telling them to get their lives in order. Get ready. Everyone seemed worried, concerned about stuff. Stuff going on in their lives, in the world around them. They had their eyes on everything going on except the Lord. I became very frustrated. They were not listening to me. I noticed there were several other men on the big platform with me. One of them was a big black guy who seemed to be like my personal bodyguard. I mean, he was huge. And he looked at me with a sad face, bewildered, look in his face that the people were not listening to me. And suddenly he was looking in my direction to my left. And he was overwhelmed. He just fell down prostrate on the floor. And as I turned to look where he was looking, I noticed in the distance appeared a very big, bright cloud of glory. It was blinding light. It was the most beautiful light I've ever seen. I quickly turned to the people and told them, I said, hurry up, get ready, get prepared, lift your hands up, begin to worship the Lord, get ready. As I turned again, I saw the glory cloud. It was much closer this time. I noticed inside the glory cloud, I noticed there were a lot of chariots, a lot of horsemen, a lot of movement in there. The tall black man had been prostrated on the floor, got up, and seeing the people were still not listening to me, turned to the people and spoke out with a loud, booming voice and great authority, listen to the apostle. I woke up from that vision with a strong urgency in my spirit. This is the interpretation. The glory of the Lord is about to invade planet Earth. It's extremely important to stop playing games and get ready to be received by the coming glory and immersed by it. This glory cloud also represents a gathering of the saints from the four corners of the Earth, as it's called the Harpazo. I sense urgency in the vision. The fact that many of God's people are not prepared. They were just looking at their problem, at their circumstance. The platform represents ministry. The other men on the platform represent other ministries. Anyway, as the darkness continues to engulf planet Earth people, it's time to wake up and get ready 
for the darkness and for the glory. Isaiah 61 says, there will be great darkness, but in the midst of that great darkness, the glory of the Lord shall rise upon thee. God bless you. God bless you, brother. God bless you, brother. Are you looking for a good quality used car, but don't want to pay an arm and a leg? Well, come into Rainy Used Cars. We have the largest selection in the Southeast. Whether you want a pickup or a quality SUV from mom, you'll find a variety of vehicles to choose from. We even finance. So come in today. You'll find a Rainy Used Cars located near you. Thanks again for listening, and if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends. Also, give us a like. We welcome any comments or suggestions you might have. We also ask you to subscribe so that you will be notified of all our future episodes. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on the Watchman on the Wall podcast. Mm-hmm.